Not long before the events of the Chimera, four space pirates were sent to the desert planet of Akiton to regain their captain's hold over Kafak Depot. Get in. Restore balance. Get out. A simple enough plan. Batten down the hatches, mateys. This is Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. Unknown Treasures. Welcome back to Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. I'm Kevin Decker, your GM. This is Unknown Treasures. Unknown I am, Treasures. I'm so super excited for this episode, and you guys have no idea. But let's just go through and introduce everyone. So we have Kelly, John, hey. Will, hey. Vinny, hey. and an incredibly special guest. <gasps> what? The Wait, one, who? the only, what? writer of Junker's Delight, <laughs> Jason Keeley. Oh, hey, welcome. Oh, hello there. Himself. I didn't see you come in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and to my office. Yeah, we we've, we've been here. Is this the right room? Uh, yes, come to, please, please have a seat. Sit down at my <laughs> come to my here to my junkyard mansion. Yes. <laughs> thank thank you again so much for doing this. We really do appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And I I'm just really yeah. excited to have you on personally. So you are currently a product developer for Renegade. Is that correct? That's right. Renegade Game Studios is, has been working on their Essence 20 system, uh, most of them, I should say, because uh, there's uh, uh, several licenses. Uh, that includes Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, Transform. Yeah. So I get to do all the sort of fun 80s cartoon stuff. That's yeah. Neat. yeah. Cool. cool. Is there anything else you want to tell us about yourself before we move on? Um, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, uh, I, I was at Paizo for a long time, now working my way up from editor to up and over more sideways up and over. from editor yeah. <laughs> uh, to developer to work on uh, the starfinder portable book and i sort of had been star starfinder for like five years and uh hopefully produced i don't know i think I, we made a lot of good stuff i gotta say and we're, and we're and they're still continuing to make good stuff no slight on what's happening now of course i'm excited i know some stuff too that has not been announced that, that we already had talked about before i left so and i think people are going to be uh excited about some other things um I think there's a, the more, most recent thing that I, I I know that has been talked about that I, I want everyone to go check out at some point is um, uh, Ports of Call. Uh, it's sort of the, one of the latest uh, Starfinder book. It should be out, I think, in like March or April. And um, and in that, I wrote uh, something that I didn't, that was very silly, and I didn't think people would want, people, other people in the department would want. But I was like, let's do it. And it's Galarian World. The theme, the Galarian theme, theme <laughs> park in the Starfinder universe. So, um, I just wanted to have like you know, real, just sort of like Renaissance Fair meets Disney World with everything just slightly, maybe a little wrong or a little over exaggerated from what you know from pa the Pathfinder universe, so that you can really play it. Really goofy stuff. Can you tell us what planet that takes place on? I'm very curious. Um, um oh god, there's a it's its own planet. It's its own planet. Okay, uh, right. out in the uh, uh, out in near space, I think, and I forgot the name of the original planet, uh, but now it's just called Galarian World, and you 
get there. You book a trip. And it's a fall, all-inclusive thing where you get to, if you want to, you can go on adventures out in the wilderness. But then there's like, you know, there's like uh, Mwangi land and Shackles land and uh, Osirian land and Cheliac's land and stuff like that. And there's like, a, um, you know, you get to Cheliac's land and you meet Queen Abigail Thrun, who is obviously an actress playing Queen Abigail Thrun, who is just insult to you the whole time. And everyone's like, yeah, it's great. And, you know, co- costume devils are like, ah, I'm a devil. I'm going to make you sign a contract. Um, it's very, very just sort of playing into the like the silliest things I could think of. So that, look for that. Uh, I'm very excited to see how that uh, came out. There, there's some art that I, I did see that's just basically like, like this big deep park with like the aliens of Starfinder out there just getting corn dogs and, and uh, adventurers. <laughs> nice. you know. I love that. We, uh, we had a whole thing with Kafak dogs here in, in Junkers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. <laughs> oh that's, like me, oh, that's like eating roach. Yeah. That's amazing. And I have to say one thing too. Obviously, sure. Jason, you are the author of a uh, very important book of the Threefold Conspiracy. So oh, the, thank you for that. First. Just a, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. That was fantastic. Um, that was a, that was a blast to write, and the the twist at the end was also. Just, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I thought that was Spo- very spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm not going to say this. Hey, there's a twist at the end. That's all. That's all. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It could be anything. Like M. Night You were expecting one way and it went another. Yeah. Yeah. Ports of Call and Glare World sound amazing. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's a cool idea. It's really cool. I love it. I weird thing, folks. I hate to sound like weird about this, but like I didn't I didn't invite you here to interview you. Whoa, sorry. Well, I got to go. <laughs> right. No, I actually I invited he you to just play. Left the Zoom. Wow. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, hey, and so I, I do want to say, like, if you want to hear a really good interview with Jason about Jason, uh, STF um, Network has Southern Tom Foolery Unlimited number thirteen. That is your episode. Um, they are now called Strange Table Fellows, but we'll drop a link for that. I highly recommend you guys listen to that. Uh, I also I've been following you kind of on Digital Divination as well, and Digital oh, yeah. Divination number sixty eight. You talk specifically about this this book and oh that's I, true yeah Take i think this that couple of the couple of things i pulled from that was uh, uh the fact that you based junkers delight was kind of like loosely based on rapper's delight just the title essentially <laughs> yeah. i don't know where my brain was at the time and i was like this is a weird name and i couldn't get it sometimes things get stuck, stuck in my head like yeah and i just gotta run them down and i was like i totally. want to call it junkers delight and everyone's like yeah sure whatever and i'm like okay Sure, let's yeah. do it. This passed a lot of people saying yes, so that sounds good. It's exactly. I mean, if, uh, if Eric Mona says I, I can write Galarian World or write a book called Junkers for Light, do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You can't stop me now. But another fun, fun note about that was you, were, you mentioned that you actually were the one that wrote part of Akiton's story. You wrote Kafak Depot into the Akiton part yeah. of Pact World. And that's kind of where, when, when the idea of doing a standalone came about, you were like, well, I, I wrote about this fun little town. Like we could just explore that so much more and it's, yeah. it turned into what it is. And we love yeah. it so much. I think that's, that's all the notes I have on that. And I think before we get into playing, I do want to let us go around and do just a quick, quick fire. Each of us will ask you one question. And then if you okay. want, you can ask each of us one question in return, nope. just to be okay. fair. Um, and I think I will start. Uh, you once tweeted that you have five years of improv experience. Can you okay. expand on that? Sure. I was. I did a lot of improv in college. I. Um, I mean, at least five years. I went to. Um, I was kind of a theater nerd. Let's say. 
uh, I did some high school theater, yeah. and then I was like, I'm gonna go to go to, to this. Uh, I, my major at the time was biochemistry, but I was a theater nerd, and so I went to a, a to audition for this one play. That was like my sophomore year after I'd finally kind of got settled in, and um, uh, it was the, the play Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Great play, uh, great movie. I would to check that out. I didn't get it apart, but uh, at the time the person who was directing it, she said, like, "We know we're doing this improv. You should come." And I was like, "Oh, I love Whose Line Is It Anyway." I haven't watched that. My, that was like my go-to show during my first year of college. Uh, the old British one, I, you know, I should mention. Uh, watching that, loved that. And I was like, yeah. And I started doing improv, and I started doing too much improv uh, to the point where I was, uh, you know, running. And I ended up running the improv section of the of the theater co- uh, group for a little bit as well. And then starting my own one where after college, where we kind of did some improv in the cafe of a Borders bookstore that I was also working in. <laughs> and Borders, I said, like, can I do this? Yeah. yeah, remember Borders, everyone? Uh, I've oh, worked yeah. in a place, a lot of, I've worked in a lot of places that have closed down completely. <laughs> I worked at Circuit City headquarters once. Yeah, for some of our listeners now. might have no idea what you're talking about. So Borders is a bookstore. <laughs> Hold on a second. Books are these uh, uh, things that have all Paper words are in. with words Paper. on them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we did that, and then I uh, took a little bit of that to New York City after after college show, and did like one or two minor shows that not a lot of people showed up to. Um, so improv, great. Yeah. So I'm kind of in your same boat with that. I I did uh, a little bit of acting in high school and then in college I was an engineering student, but I was taking improv classes on the side just for fun. But nothing came out of that. Did a little background acting too in LA while I was there. Oh, nice. Great. Uh, Kelly, what's your question? He's being humble. He did some more than that. But like, uh, um, what is your favorite gaming system TTRPG wise? Sure. Yeah, right now. Um, I mean, I, I, I like I like to have a lot of gaming systems like in my in the back of my head. You know, as I you know, I, I love Starfinder. I really love what they're doing with what they did with Pathfinder Second Edition. But sort of the one I'm a little stuck on right now is the Blades in the Dark stuff. Oh yeah, we went trying to prep that. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's good. Sorry, yeah, there's go been ahead. there's been a lot of blades discussion on uh, not on the air, but in the podcast for sure. Fair enough. Um, I uh, just uh, you know, I, I played a little. I ran a little bit of it. And I played a little bit more of it. Uh, the just sort of core one. I started playing a, the, the Scum and Villainy, the, blade, the sort of sci-fi Blades in the Dark hack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote <laughs> the beginning of the pandemic. I wrote a Wild West, a Weird West hack for it that. I just sort of ran. Uh, I don't want really plan on doing anything with it. That's um, neat. And then I am in the process of reading Court of Blades, which is a uh, gunpowder diplomacy, political intrigue, and romance hack for Blades in the Dark that I'm probably going to end up running. Cool. Uh, in the next month or two. Nice. So very That's excited cool. about that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, Blades is awesome. We saw it live once. So good. Ooh, Such a good, good system. Yeah. Uh, I. I also happen to be listening to, and not to plug, not to talk about a different podcast. Oh, you're more than welcome. Please, uh, please. I'm uh, also listening through yeah. the Adventure Zones. Uh, they're running oh, yeah. Blades in the Dark, but weirdly, oh, cool. they're they're in they're doing a theme park thing. Another thing that's why I want to listen to it because I like theme park. Uh, they're doing like a weird Westworld theme park situation, but they're using sort of like core Blades in the Dark, even though all their stuff is you know more sci-fi than than it is gritty dark mm-hmm. fantasy. Nice, that's cool. Uh, who's next? Well, uh, come back to me. I'm still thinking about what I want to ask. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. John. I'll in. Yeah, I'll jump in with one. What was the either uh, the the game that you were playing or the moment that you thought to yourself, wow, TTRPGs or like games like this, board games, this is 
awesome. The one that kicked it off for you. Okay, so I knew, like, I didn't actually play until after college. I, with a minor exception of, uh, like, maybe once playing it in high school for, like, on a bus trip or something. But, like, um, I was kind of more a video gamer uh, uh, at the time. Right. Uh, and I could, knew the existence of Dungeons & Dragons and, and things like that. And I was like, look, after doing some improv, I, would, I, I was looking at it going, if I start playing TTRPGs, I'm not going to be able to stop. I just know it. I just know it. And I was right because I didn't do it until after college when I got a bunch of uh, an old college friend of mine invited uh, me to uh, a game with her friends that some of whom were working at the Renaissance Fair at the time and some of them were you know, professional actors. Um, and it was a real blast. We played a, a vampire. It wasn't quite Vampire the Masquerade, but it was a vampire-like game. Where they were like, well, I didn't make a character. They were like, we're gonna. Uh, it's cool. The first time, you know, uh, if you want to be in this, you can play this character as a, you know, a, a, a little a younger brother who hasn't turned been turned into a vampire yet. Uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll just jump in and I'll pick it up. Whatever. She's like, yeah, it's like improv. I'll be fine. Um, and then they're like, oh, and then you get really wounded. And then you, your older brother comes over and he's like, drink the vampire blood. And they're like, do you drink the vampire blood? I'm like, no, I don't drink the vampire blood. I'll leave <laughs> and my character, this little guy will die and I'll just walk away. And I'll, no, of course I drink the vampire blood. Uh, yeah. I'll turn me into a vampire. That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Vinny, Vinny or Will? Vinny or Will? All right. You, you've got to play one video game and only one video game for the rest of your life. What is it? Mm, why? Good question. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> only one video game. Um, Spider-Man, the Miles, uh, the Marvel Spider-Man. Ooh, is okay. very good. Okay. Uh, the, the, yes. Is that part two? The, the new Miles one? Morales. Well, it's not the one. Is not. Uh, I did play Miles Morales over the winter break. Um, so, but I sort of count that all as one game because it's basically the, right. the, the game. I just, yeah. I just. Um, that or the, that or one of the Arkham Batman's. I love that fighting. Oh, it's such system. a good series. Yeah, and it's, that's a good series. And, I feel like they took the that whole counter uh, combat system that that Assassin's Creed was trying to refine and just yeah, yeah knocked it out of the yeah. park. Yeah, but we're not a video game podcast. We're a TTRPG podcast. Right. Well, not yet. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask, what was your favorite part of working on this story? Oh, good question. Good question. I uh, my favorite part is of course the um, the space goblin Ekesh D. Not <laughs> oh, quite, yeah. not quite Romeo and Juliet, but sort of star-crossed <laughs> friends from the two warring tribes of the junk yeah. the junk fields. Uh, Merc and Cash. Uh, Merc and Cash. Yeah, I had a little difficulty remembering their names, but um, the fact that uh, uh, that it was writing their dialogue when, when they when you finally when they, you guys finally meet them and, and yeah. writing their dialogue was just a lot of, a lot. Of I also were... like Riddle a lot too. Yeah, Riddle's fun. Yeah, Riddle's Riddle fun. is fun. Yeah. yeah, So they're not lovers. We had a we had a bit of a romance between uh, oh, Arkasathan yeah. and and Akeshti. Oh, yeah. We got a little little cute. Yeah, little oh, Akeshti. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I I was gonna <laughs> let you do around and ask us each a question. If you were prepared for that, we can. Otherwise, we could save it for next episode. Uh, why don't we save it for next episode? And then it might be just good. one blanket question to the all of, to the to the five of you. Oh, interesting. Ooh, okay, okay. Just sort of situation. Can I can I have a bonus question? Yes. Bonus. Okay. Kevin, um, I say yes. Awesome. So as an editor of the core rulebook, I'm assuming you're mm. you're intimately involved with most of these rules. So like mm -hmm. do you have a favorite rules lawyer moment at any mm. point that you want to share? I don't, and if not, we can just cut this whole thing. I'm not sure. I'm not don't rules lawyer too much. I mean though I, I, I try to play by the rules as much as possible. Um, uh, but in uh, over the past, I would say like five or six years, I've gotten a little less 
stringent about the rules and a little more sort of freeform about sorts of things. And uh, now for the life of me, I cannot remember a single Starfinder rule. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that question. Cool. Uh, well, sorry. You do have a cool robot, correct? So, so you're saying... <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's back here. <laughs> I got one back here, of course. It's, it's, it's a handwritten, like, manuscript. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, sign. The, uh, so, I mean, it's, it's sort of it, right in theme. Uh, it's become sort of the pirate's code where there are more like guidelines. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I think exactly. pirate codes are pretty pretty set in stone, man. Just Even saying. though, c could I ask something off of Vinny's question then? Uh, your specific opinion on this one rule. We have a homebrew mm. rule where we... Oh, well, man. I'll just I'll just ask. It's like, should, should you be able to uh, should you be able to cast magic missile non-lethally? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I don't see why not. I mean, oh. look, I know, I know, I know for a fact says. that, like, in, in both pool size, yes. Um, uh, I know that Pathfinder First Edition has a thing where, like, if you do meta magic spell and it becomes a non lethal spell. I think there's, like, a meta magic feat for that. I don't think that ever, we ever really wrote meta magic feats into Starfinder. So I think that we could just sort of hand wave it and be like, yeah, I mean, I, I eat it often. Then. Boom, boom, boom. Well, and the argument came up because the, the rule specifically says for non-lethal, it says weapons. It calls out using a mm. non-lethal uh, we yes. weapon as a non-lethal. And so like it doesn't apply to spells is the argument because it says weapon. So semantics being semantics. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't have to take any penalties. I mean, you don't, have to, you don't make an attack roll for magic missiles. So, right. You know, I always, okay. I think, I, I feel like, I don't know if this is 100% true, but they, there's somewhere in there that says when you reduce a creature to zero hit points... You just sort of just like maybe the GM decides whether or not they're dead or unconscious. Mm. So I mean, you can work with your GM to be like, "Well, I finished him off with that magic missile. That was not lethal." And, he, and we can so you can interrogate. It's just sort of helpful to be like, you don't have to necessarily keep track of whether or not they're dying. You know, like, oh, you did. Well, they've gone to negative ten. Like, you know, it's not you know that kind of stuff. So when they hit zero, they're they're out of the fight for sure. Whether or not they're right. dead or alive is kind of story wise. Yeah, up to, the, you, up to yeah. the group. Your position is still, as you said, why not? <laughs> Stop telling me. We're moving on. We're going to play the game. Let's play <laughs> Starfinder. Let Let's it be play. known. Mr. Keeley said so. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. So just outside the Stellar Flare, unbeknownst to the Caduceus crew. So Caduceus, just for uh, Jason, is the name of this, the free captain ship. ship that these a, four A healing from. ship, of course. Uh, so I'm announced yeah. to the Caduceus crew. The Shabbat yeah. leader of the True Warriors is holding the a Hilki, a wounded Hilki, by the neck and raised up to his eye level. Jotrulu, uh, please, please don't kill me. What does Jotrulu do next, Jason? Give, tell me, give me one good reason that I shouldn't kill you. You failed. Me. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Oh, please don't. And then that's when Tez, standing next to Jotrulu, says. Tell us everything that happened in there. And he starts to tell you. Do you let him down first, or are you still holding him high in the air? No, I'm holding him up. Let <laughs> <laughs> me not by the neck so much, or just grabbing by so he, so he can speak. All right, we 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 breached just like you told us. The, the, the new guy held up the shield and switch stick. He slid in and took out the turret. Then <laughs> Lieutenant Rayburn took the point. She told me and Gavin to go left and, and the new guy to go right. And that's what switch stick. She, she sent him forward to disarm something in the middle. <sighs> right? Right after he did that, this wall of steam trapped Rayburn and switch stick. S steam? It must be magic. And Tez Tronin turns to Dotru and tells him, I believe at least one of their casters one of them is casters i'm sure of it this is just perfect 
And the guy continues. Ray, Rayburn got out, but it killed Switchstick. Me, me and the crew, me and the new guy, we got stuck behind that steam wall and we didn't, couldn't see much, but we kept shooting, I swear. We got some hits in, but the new guy didn't last long. And that's when I heard the shots from the left where Rayburn and Gavin went. I heard Rayburn cry out to fall back, but she, she never came back out. So all four of them are still standing. And he, he, you know, held up by the, the neck. He nods mm-hmm. and then looks down in disgrace. All right. Uh, throw him to the ground. Uh, Tez, uh, patch him up. Uh, you get a drink of water. You're going back in there with me. All right. I like it. Uh, let me move you guys over to the map. And we're going to move back inside the stellar flare. Ooh. For you guys, there's an eerie silence. Ooh. What are you doing? This is the first time, Jason, that you're seeing the map. So make sure you got good visual. Oh, there it is. All right. So what are you guys doing? Rolu, I think I could use that uh, that uh, stamina healing. Oh, absolutely. And Rolu is in the cafeteria, steps outside next to Thaddeus. Thaddeus lifts an eyebrow as he walks by. Rolu just does not look at Thaddeus. And I think as Rolu is about to cross the central arterial hallway. Rolu gets probably maybe 10 feet across. And I don't think on the map, Kev, that I can see Dotrulu yet. No, you should not be able to. Okay. So to Rolu, he's walking across and he stops in front of Terme and uses his spell blessings of youth to give you stamina points back and you should be getting eight stamina points dang thanks yes. yes. uh, double check that I'll miss you if it's wrong shock man shock that that really did the trick actually thanks Rolu you know what's what's up that is it's a shame you're kind of a traitor <laughs> yeah, everyone knows it but All right. we can discuss it later I just hope we can get out of this now. It's eerily quiet in here. Yes. Shock, do you have that puck? Still. You didn't give it to Rolu, did you? Chuck looks down at the very obvious bulge in his pants. I just don't want to assume, Shock. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I mean, I'm not not particularly happy to see you. (laughs) Classic. All right. All right. It's likely that there might be more of them. We should probably scout ahead. Hey, hey, that, uh... That true warrior ran away. I thought I thought we were done. I believe we're done. We should maybe uh, fix that turret, I bet. I think that's a wise idea. All right. All right. I will go forward, and I'm going to see if there's anyone else lurking. He starts to make his way towards the entrance. I'll fix the turret. I'll help. Uh, check, check hops on Rolu's shoulder. Guys, okay. make sure uh, you're not in the hallway when this thing goes on. Remember... Uh, yeah, I rolled it with Shaq. Watch out. Maybe oh, steer yeah, clear of that corner. Can, can I have one of those cards? I don't I don't know. Since, Maybe I could clone it. I don't know. Can I, I do something Can, like can we clone cards? Yeah, can, we, can I do like a get my flipper out? Do you, and, have, do you have like a flipper or something? A little hacking device, yeah. <laughs> I just, do it's you have you, a Kev. flipper? Do, does Jason know what a flipper is? This thing? <laughs> no. What do you guys talking about? Uh, it's just like a device for hacking. <laughs> 
It's just an <laughs> it's, it's like a hacker's Tamagotchi is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So you're asking if you could use that in-game? I'm, I don't uh, think that's... <laughs> like, is that possible mechanically to, to duplicate these cards, I guess? So you're, you guys are trying to uh, repair the turret? Yeah. Yes. Right. I'm going to say it's an engineering check, but it's going to be very high. This is... Oof. Okay. The second time you guys have repaired it after disabling it. Uh, Roly, what's your engineering? My, I, I, I only, I'm only sort of skilled at it. My engineering bonus is plus nine. Oh, uh, yeah, you should probably take lead on this. Maybe uh, I'll try to help. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done this twice so far. Uh, that's going to be a twenty-nine GM. I aid. So a thirty-one. And Chuck aids. 33. You guys have to be kidding. Why? <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you all. <laughs> it's always the way. Always how it happens. Hit the dice, right, kid. I have, to move it. Us. I have to move it back to the token layer. Because <laughs> I put it on the map. I wonder if we could put like a, a remote switch on it. Perhaps. I think we just barely got it working. This is the third time that we've revived here's this. A, here's a fun thought, though. Is Rolu, Rolu oh, we need yeah. to run away. It's got 10 seconds before it activates. Yeah, Rolu Shack, you need to get out of Dodge before it activates. So you guys got to get out of here. All right, 10. All right. I, Nine. I use, yeah, I run back eight, up behind in the hallway. Seven. Uh, because only two of them, and they have the green dots marking them, have the badges that re- let the turret recognize them as friends. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Uh, okay, so that turret is active, and your time is up. I'm going to say we're going to go back outside. I think we should get back down the hallway. What do you think, Zadius? I don't know if there's anyone else out there. Does your, like, mind link work on... Uh people that you don't know are around or not? Can you just target an area? I don't know. I haven't... Let me let me just double check. If so, you should threaten whoever's out there. Communicate with any creatures within 30 feet with which you share language. Functions like assurance, limited telepathy, racial trait. I would assume if they're within 30 feet. You could just megaphone it. It'd be like, is anyone out there? Is there like a material can- limitation though? Like That's if, what I'm thinking. If there's uh, all this metal between you and them. Yeah. Also, 30 feet only gets me to, like, the this sort of first hallway. Yeah. All right. So the, the camera's going to flash back to outside, and Tezronin says to Dotrulu. Didn't we talk to him on the intercoms, though? Uh, a while ago, way back when. Could we try him on that? Um, that yeah. The intercom that you tried to use is back in the lab. You can give it. that a try, too, if you want. What do you think that is? I think yeah. intercoms a good thing to do. But, yeah, take up position in the main artery again. Get your guns and spells ready, all right? Sure thing. Shaq, you want to see who's left? Uh, You were on the intercom before. You want to call out? If it's all clear, we can leave, but... (laughs) If they just gave up and walked away, you can go. Yeah, Yeah, let me me scramble up to... uh, Back up to the intercom. So Jack, like, runs. Just make sure you avoid this hallway. Yeah. You stay here, Rolu. That thing's on. So we're going to cut back to outside while you guys are doing that. Maybe give the badge to Rolu if you're going to... Yep. Tronin is standing next to Dotrulu, and she looks up to uh, up at him because he is twelve feet tall. Um, what what do you want us to do now, boss? This and the uh, bangs on the on the holy ship is mine. I don't want any of these space pirates coming down here to my city on my planet. 
trying to take my stuff away from me. We're going in. Let's do it. Roll out. You hear? And, hey, hey, do you guys want to hear the, the, the sequel? There was another one. <laughs> <laughs> they were in New York, right? Yeah. So the intercom hotel, it's great. crackles alive. Uh, do you want to talk back to them? Oh, can can we can can I can I talk there, to them? There's yeah, because uh, just a little history is that Kesh had had fixed the intercom system, mm-hmm. and right, uh, right, right. Tez took over that to talk to them the first time. But Chalk relayed the entire story of Home Alone to them while they were setting traps inside. <laughs> so <laughs> he's back on the intercom, and I guess so. Trulu is standing right next to the intercom system, so he could yeah. hear it. So if Tez right. points out like the button to make it right, work. Right, right, right. Oh, oh my Let's see what we can do here. Uh, attention, lackeys of Captain Goldhorn. Look, just because we live in the desert here doesn't mean we have our heads in the sand. We know who you are. But what you are, you found something there in this here ship by Car Pillar of the Sky. It is mine. But I'm feeling like in a good mood today. So I'm going to give you to the count of ten to leave and leave everything else behind and we won't kill you. All right? To be honest, I hope you don't. We're kind of itching for a fight. Uh, my Dashko hasn't tasted flesh in a couple of weeks, and uh, honestly, I think uh, I, I think you're pretty worn out and tired by this point. Anyway, you have to the count of ten. Ten. Hey guys, he says he says to leave everything. Nine. We have ten seconds. Tell him to no. screw off. No. All right. Eight. No, it's not happening, no. man. Seven. Uh, All right, everyone, take your positions. You said they're going to come in. We said to come in, you filthy animal. Uh, Five, four, three, two, one. All right, let's go. (laughs) And as as we're about to do that, the the true warrior that came out actually tells, like, warns them, like, we we disabled that turret, but, like, that thing tore them to pieces. And Tez goes, well, you're going in first to check it. Yeah, I was going to say. But, and she puts the gun to his, his face and says, you're going in or you're dying here. And so... This first true don't warrior. Don't join true warriors, kids. Don't join true warriors. <laughs> Make a great dental plan. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but so this first true though? warrior, yeah. he kind of turns around that corner. Only no health. Yeah. Only no, no regular health. Just yeah. <laughs> He's going to go into that first door, and he, he knows nothing happens after that first door, and he looks back at them just scared, and, and Tez lifts her gun a little higher, and he looks back and starts marching up. And he's going to just like very nervously step through that scanner. And at first it doesn't go off. And then it does. <laughs> and oh. it, that poor turret, the turret just like lifts up and just drills into him, rips him to shreds, and then goes red. It is no longer. No longer working. It's not disabled is what I'm going to say. Okay. I'm going to okay. like, I'm going to mark it red. So it's overheated. It's for my turn on later. It's, it's <laughs> junk. Come on later. It's <laughs> junked. And this is. I mean, I gotta mark this guy dead. Hold on one second. Yeah, doot, doot. Dead. dead. He's dead. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just drop him to the map layer. Freeze up your payments. Get him out of the way. Um, Tess okay. sent his widow a bouquet of flowers or something. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's so nice. Come on, boss. Okay, and so just it's for, for everybody's knowledge, uh, reimbursement benefit, but nobody's graduated yet. I don't... <laughs> We're gonna put his kids through college. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna roll a d6. Ooh. Okay, oh, man. For that turret, that's all I'm gonna say. 
And that's mm. for everyone, including you okay. and me, Jason. All right. Okay. What I need now from everyone, I need initiatives. I need Ooh. each of you to roll initiative, including you, uh, Jason. Do, and I know you're a bonus if you don't. Six, my good man. Six for Thaddeus. Ten for Chuck. Ten for Chuck. Ten for Rolu. Uh, what are your guys' bonuses? Plus Chuck. three for Rolu. Plus four. Mm, plus two. Oh, yeah. Doesn't really matter. I got thirteen. So Rolu goes 13 first. Thirteen for Tremay. And what was yours, to, uh, Jason? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I should just roll. Oh, oh, here we go. I'm running. I'm starting off strong with a natural one on that roll and a six total. <laughs> Okay. All right. Give me one second. I do this on Excel, so I have to sure. readjust this. All this is uh, what happens when I run games, too. I just roll off. <laughs> Data. So I'm, I'm being counted. This is GM uh, dice for me tonight. Well, let's hope it's only for the first roll and then for the rest of it. Yeah, sometimes it get, then it gets better and everyone else of course. start rolling not that super hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, you're not the lowest on the, the um, <laughs> initiative order. Okay, sure. But the one that was the lowest is the guy that was sent in to die. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh, he what? He <laughs> sure. All right. I know he was still on there, so I had to. Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, it is now. So Dotrulu, you're standing outside, mm -hmm. and Tez Tronin, she just sent that guy in. They know that the turret's off, um, and the Yusoki's going to go in first. So I'm going to mark this Yusoki as. Number one, and he's gonna march in. Gets to start there, and he's gonna step. I see someone coming up and into the frame. And let me roll I perception check. Too. That's good because I can't see anything. We're rolling perception checks. I good? rolled a perception check. Oh, okay. Ooh, gotcha. I see. Okay. Uh, not enough. I was gonna see if he could see, if he he could recognize anything on that turret to tell him whether or not it's it's good. <laughs> but he's standing in that that uh. Um, scanner area and it's not going off so that's the end of his turn it is now the next uh, true warrior's turn this guy looks kind of young maybe possibly the brother of the guy that just died Ooh. hard to say Tough. oh sorry for your loss <laughs> get in there and kill those people I'll, I'll, I'll take those flowers to mom <laughs> and he's gonna step to the side of the Yosoki inside so now these two are standing right at the scanner area. It is now Terme's turn. Uh, and just for the listener, because we are an audio-only podcast, uh, Terme, you are kind of straight up and zigzagged again. Yeah, um, like and we have spot. Thaddeus and Rolu are just at that T kind of to the left side. Thaddeus is, is in a clear eyesight straight ahead, and then we have Rolu and Chalk kind of hiding around the corner. Um, you don't know that. Jason, that's all. Sure. I, I was, wasn't even listening. <laughs> so I think I can um, hit him with the... Which, which, who's it? The uh, My Frostbite Class Zero pistol Ooh. within range of 60 feet. Okay. So right. uh, okay. I think I have a little bit of cover. I'm not sure mechanically how that... I would say that is that's actually going to be a uh, full cover because that's the way it's you're shooting between two walls, kind of yeah. pinched. Um, so he's going to get a plus four to his AC. Yes. And you are targeting the human to the left. Actually, I I think I'm going to do uh, what I did last time, which was uh, herring fire. 
Mm. Okay. So then um, the next person to attack them should have a bonus. And I think the DC is lower, if I'm not mistaken. It's only 15, 15, I believe. Yeah. Okay, great. No matter what, right? Cover doesn't count towards Aaron. Yeah, I I got a 19. Mm. Beautiful. So Mm. take note, whoever's next. That you get a plus two. Uh, I think you should uh, hit them where it hurts, guys. And I just start blasting. Copy. All right. It is now that next Yusoki's turn. It was, and again, I just love how dice rolls lead the story. Is that I was going to ask uh, Jason, who who do you send in first? Do you do you march in first and lead, or do you send in the, the <laughs> underlings? But the dice decided the underlings go first. Uh, underlings this guy, go first to soak up the fire, and then Jotrula will come in, finish yeah, the things off. Always. Exactly. Always. So the second Yusoki, he's gonna he's gonna walk up and and kind of shimmy between those two, standing at the scanner awkwardly, and he looks up at that turret and he's just like, uh, and then he's gonna cut to the right. Uh, oh, I think that's the end of his turn. Went to the right. I can barely see, but Rolu, what are you doing? Rolu's back is up against the wall, facing Thaddeus. I'm not even looking in that direction, and then Rolu is going to peek and look around the corner and see these two, uh, the Yosoki and the True Warrior. Terme, you shot, which one did you use Herring Fire on? The one on the left? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, all right. Then Rolu's going to take a shot with the... Hit the one on the left. Copy. Or right. All right. Yeah, anyways, that St- one. Stage right, not yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Copy. Uh, and is going to fire with the azimuth serpent laser one shot at that dude or dude. At, that is a 23 against EAC. That, wait, which one are you firing, firing at? Sorry, I the was one distracted. on the left. Oh, the okay, so the one that got the shot at. on the left. Yeah. Oh, the with brother, the herring fire. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that hits. Sweet. Okay. That is a super strong nine points of fire damage from the Asma Serpent Laser. Okay. Yes. I have to do math now. All right. And then that's my turn for now because I realize I can't shoot, move, shoot, or move, shoot, move. So uh, I'm in front of Thaddeus for the moment. Where is Shock at? Shock is on your shoulder. Looks like he is. Shock's yeah. on my shoulder. Confident. Oh, yeah. This is another thing for you, Jason, is that Shock. Chalk is a Raxalite, so he's a tiny oh, creature. Yeah. And we, we've ruled that he's allowed to stay mounted on somebody's shoulder as long as he spends his move action to do so. Great. So. Yep. All right, that's my turn. Dope. Cool. Rolo, you're you're done. It's just convenient. Chalk is right after you. Yep. Uh, I actually really like narratively that we had the same initiative role. Yeah. Worked out. So that we're acting at the same time. Um, Chalk is going to do the same thing Rolu did. And he's going to take a f- shot at that uh, true warrior. house left true warrior, yeah. House left. There it is. <laughs> uh, he was jostled in that movement, though. He only rolled a uh, three, you know, a five. Against KAC? EAC. That's yeah, probably not. Because EAC is lower. Okay. That, that's not Service a hit, no. Okay. You yeah, know, that was a hope that's and a, a prayer. No. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Uh, boom. It is now Tez Tronin's turn. She is second in command of the true warriors here on Akiton and in Kafak Depot. She is going to march up and pass these guys, ends up right underneath that turret. Ooh. And then she's going to charge using uh, 
sorry, I forget what the term is. Stellar Rush, is that Stellar right? Stellar Rush. Yep. Yes. So oh. she can use a charge action, but she doesn't get the penalties uh, for charge. Mm-hmm. And then she can use a melee attack after that. Okay. So she is going wow. to do, she can move up to twice her speed. So she's going to end up right in front of Rolu. Yep. And oh. it's the uh, it's uh, Stars and Stripes from the old Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> and as right as she gets up to you, uh, she's going to take out her moat of energy or the moat of energy that is kind of trailing behind her as the as everything fades off for the fire fades away. Oh. And uh, it's going to light her up as she lights up her stellar weapon and Ooh. just the sword kind of. Oh, yeah. You know, so cool, it's hilarious. Grows out of her fist, and she's gonna strike you. Well, that's freaking neat. I also think that Rolo has the worst eyesight. So as Tez comes comes in in the sunlight, Rolo's trying to make out who that is and then recognizes Tez. But at that moment, Tez supercharges forward, and it's in front of me. It didn't have to go this way, and she stabs you right in the gut for oh. a. Sorry, uh, does oh. it twenty eight hit? Oh, come on. Yeah, of course it's going to be great. Uh, okay. Ooh. For how much That's damage? Nine points of damage. Oh. For nine points of damage. Wow, that is actually a lot. Uh, I'm going to use my safeguard precog as my reaction. Did I take my reaction this turn? I don't think I did. Uh, where I can reduce some of the damage by five. So I'm going to reduce it by five because I make quote unquote minute dexterous moves to protect myself from harm. So I definitely kind of see that for a second, he thought that there might be a hit to the gut. So I'll take four points of damage this time and I've used a paradox. And just uh, since that is the end of my turn, it is one of her special abilities. I'm going to roll. It's supposed to be a 1d3. Right, because she's an NPC. All right, so it's two rounds until she is fully attuned because she is a Solarian. So I have to try to remember okay. that. Wait, I don't know how to mark this on my thing. Two rounds. Put a, um, uh, you know, we can put a number in roll 20 in one of those old red what? dots. What? That's a yeah. thing? If, oh. Yeah, if you, have, if you don't know the red dot um, and then just type a number, it'll, it'll come up. Well, it says 16 right now. I don't know why. Uh, oh, no, cool. no, so like, I- like, you know those those like, condition red dots? Yeah. You can put a number inside of those. Wait, oh. how? I think you just, it's been a while. I think if you just, if I, yeah, there it is. You I can't it. see that. Nice. That's cool. I'm not. I'm yeah, not well, using the the red circle above her anyway. So I'll, I'll just use that. But okay, cool. I'm a simpleton. I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's small. Sure. All right. Um, so that is the end of Tez Tronin's turn. Thaddeus, what are you doing? Thaddeus sees that glowing sword go into Rolu, and a, a shock of just a moment of happiness, but then realization <laughs> that he can't die. Not yet. Rolu can't die yet. And then he thinks he's really scared he's like i've never fought a solarian before but then he steps out to the right or to the left i should say behind rolu and says big mistake and then fires with his tactical formium venom caster that's a 19 to hit but i think that uh do i get anything a bonus from the herring fire no it only goes to the person that's fired next just the oh that's right someone did go 19? And that's EAC or KAC? That's EAC. KAC. Or KAC, right? Uh, that does hit. Fantastic. That's 11 points of damage Ooh, on our Solarian. Nice. Do math. Uh, Jason, it's you're going to keep, keep track of your own breath. health because I'm terrible yep. with math. It's, that's fine. Uh, 
<laughs> cool. I believe that that math is correct. Okay. That's the end of your turn. And it is now Dotrulu's turn. What <laughs> oh, are you God. doing? Dotrulu's got, uh, at this point, I think, uh, starting off. Well, as he's moving in to the ship, he's got a Doshko in two hands and a Crossbolter in two more hands. And even though this art has him wielding two Doshkos, at this point, I think I got a ranged weapon out too. Um, I, I think I just barely can't quite make it to this turret. So it gives a little, it gives a little charge forward to end up right in front of it. Cool. Oh, huge. Whoa. That's big. I like yeah. as he's going in because the door in the front, there's one door open and one mm-hmm. and and one door shut, and that means nothing to <laughs> Dotrulu. He just kind of pushes it out and crinkles it out of his way as he kind of just marches um, in. and then brings the Dashko down on top of the turret. Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, go ahead, him. Give me an attack roll for that. Sure thing. Um, and 18 against EAC. All right, and roll damage. I will. 11 flight, fiery flame damage. I'm, I'm just going to say that's enough to kill it. Is that okay? Does that's anybody up to you. argue that? Yeah, I don't. I didn't. That wasn't given no, Kevin, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's dead. It's dead. Boom. <laughs> Kills it in one strike. Chops. He actually just clean cuts it straight out of the sky because that thing's hanging from the ceiling. Oh, it's hanging from the ceiling. Is this what was giving you so much trouble? Yeah, that thing was scary. Uh, <laughs> no, not the turret. That's down and on the ground. As he does that, you see some nectar starting to run down Chuck's legs. <laughs> <laughs> All over the puck. Oh. <laughs> Thaddeus' hair just flares out on his body. All right. That is the end of round number one. I can delete that five that I was worried about earlier. It's the Yusoki's turn. The first Yusoki. And he's just kind of going to scramble underneath Dotrulu's legs and dart off to the left. Ooh. They're moving around. They're trying to flank us. Watch out. They're trying to surround us. And then the next uh, true warrior is going to kind of do the same thing, except go to the right. <sighs> Two stage left, one stage right. Yeah. Yeah. Eyes open. Dotrulu right in front of us. Yep. Yeah. Also, there's this. Salarian to take care of. Oh, right. Termay, what are you doing? It is your turn. Well, if it's going to end anywhere, it should, it, I guess it's fine. We <laughs> we put up a good fight. I'm going to, I'm going to put up <laughs> Wait, are you one. giving up already? <laughs> not giving up. I'm just saying. Termay. They'll truly might have that effect, but hang in there, man. Let's, let's finish this off as quickly as possible. Uh, and, uh, he's going to, Try and shoot the Solarian that he can see. Oh, there's so many. Oh, it uh, very, very not I good. I don't know if places. that's gonna do it. That's a. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's the bonus on that? Oh, maybe 18. 18 hit against the EAC. Uh, yeah, that hits. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 nice. All right, Terme from down the field. Target is shot. Five points of damage from the five points bite class. Zero pistol. All right. Zero pistol. Uh, she doesn't really even flinch when she gets hit. Uh, it hits her by almost. It almost like bounces off her shield a little bit, but it, it hits. I'll, I'm saying that. I'm not saying there's any kind of dr or anything. Um, You're just saying but, she's pretty healthy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm saying she's tough. She's a. She's a, the tough, a true tough. warrior. She's oh, a true warrior. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
it's now the other Yosoki's turn. And you guys cannot see him. So ignore this. But he's going to run to the end of the hall. <laughs> okay. I'll just ignore that. All right. Won't pay attention to it or note it at all. Okay. Sorry, that was probably one too many. Uh, cool. That is the end of that Yosoki's turn. Rolu, you're up. What are you doing? Rolu is confused by Tez's comment saying it didn't have to be this way. And Rolu takes a step back and says, if I recall, I believe I said that without you here, it would be a lot easier. And then Rolu's going to take a five-foot step back. And I think Rolu is just engaged in that part of the movie where it's just like one, you know, like like just one person against one person. And Rolu is totally just trying to face down Tez and is going to take another shot and see how far his azimuth serpent laser will go. Uh, that shot is going to be a 13 against EAC against Tez. Okay. D- d- is So it hits. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I was like, I, okay. Yes. I was like switching screens. So 13 yeah, to EAC. So you step back, take a clean shot at her, and it, she kind of just like lifts her blade up oh. and looks you in the eye and blocks your shot. It's almost slowly. She just like sees it coming and just chops it in half. Wow. It's, cool. Well, that's uh, the end of your turn. I mean, it is cool, but that's like a free intimidation check. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You'll just cool. add shaken to your. To I'll your just roll it for list. me. Like I'm like I'm the player in shaken. That's fine. All right. That is Rolu's turn for now. Chuck, it's your turn. Are you staying on his shoulder? I am, and I'm gonna shoot uh, Testronid right in the face uh, with my light asphalt blaster. Light asphalt blaster. Light asphalt blaster. That is a six or a nine. It's a nine. So 14 to hit EAC. And that's EAC. That also does not hit. Four. Oh. Wow. So it's almost like you guys are just too close. Cool. They, she sees it coming and she she's able to like strike his and then dodge yours almost in the same movement. It's now her turn. She's going to step up and she sees that Chalk was the one that shot at her last and she's just going to jab at you with her blade. Almost as like she she dodged your shot and just comes right clean for you. That oh, wow. is going to be 26 to hit. Good dice. Um, <laughs> hot. Cool. No? No, that's it? That's, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to peace out. Yes. Cool, yeah. That's nine points of slashing damage. That hurts. No, not the vines. Wow, this... Uh, cool. All right. This might just be a TPK. And, yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm going for. Wow. And that that's going to be the end of her turn. Thaddeus, you're up. What's next? <sighs> Good Lord. Thaddeus just sweat drops. Uh, he thinks it's too risky to take a full attack, so he is just going to try to do another ranged attack. Uh, oh, I think you're going to do a full one. retreat. Shut up, man. Forward <laughs> draw, run away! <laughs> At the end of all things, just knew that I stood my ground till the end. Uh, uh-huh. It's a 14 KAC. Say again? 14 KAC. You're, oh, you're, you, you are, KAC. I thought you were asking if my KAC was 14, and no, it's not. It's much higher than that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's, at least, the, it's at least 17. That's what we know. It's, it's yeah. at least 14? I can tell you that. Yeah, okay. Cool. Oh, uh, yeah, that was sure. your turn. That was your whole turn. 14. 
Are you, uh, are you done? You moved and shot, he, right? He's, he's going to move. Um, he's just going to Oh, no, move. you shot and then... Okay. Uh, can he do... I, I'm not sure if we already did a check on her. Can he try to, like, see if she has any particular, like... She doesn't have any weaknesses, actually, now that I remember from, like, way back. She, she doesn't... Uh, yeah, I don't remember I if you guys did. That. You could do a, a free life science check if you have life science. I don't know. I do, actually. Hold on. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. You are... 20. Hunter. Natural. 20. Mm. That is 20. Uh, I forget what the E is. Uh, it's 10 plus one and one half the C. Okay, yeah, that hits. Uh, I'll give you one thing. Do you have anything particular you want to know? Like how to kill her more easily. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you find her therapist notes and you're like, Ooh, <laughs> a list of all of her worst fears. Maybe yeah, something right. like that. <laughs> Just things say that she, she's working through. I'll give you that she doesn't have any, any weaknesses or any kind of resistances. So... Okay. It's just a she's just clean, just straight fight with her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all you get from that. Perhaps though. a health point uh, estimation or something like that. Too late. Health no, right, you, right, asked, right. you asked for the. That's all right, all Thaddeus, you get. Thaddeus is going to uh, move a little bit further back then and just get ready to pop out for another attack later. So he's near now the dead, tough warrior next to Tremaine. Got him. Yeah. Okay. Jason, Dotrulu is up. Mm. Dotrulu comes lumbering down this. Uh, middle hallway um uh, not caring that he's stepping over the bodies of his former gang members and, and does he step actually, over them or does he just step on them he's kind of stepping on them i guess you know yeah. they, there's some <laughs> crunching of bone um and um i think he stops right there uh in the kind of not all the way behind testron just about 10 feet behind her and um aims the cross bolter um, oh God! At somebody who's going to get shot. Um, yeah, there's no truth. Um, wow. I'm sorry, yeah. I put a picture up because I just want to point out he's got like bare feet. So I just, as he's yeah. as he's stepping on their bodies, I feel like he almost uses a finger to feel or tickle their faces. Too creepy even for me. We should have said he, ahead of time. Sorry. He takes the he takes his foot and puts it into like a shushing gesture. To put a shush on the dead guys. You rest now. Closes their eyes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll take the two. Um, so who who are you targeting? Um, I I am a little confused. Uh, Dr. was a little confused about seeing this tiny plant. What is that? A tiny plant, man? <laughs> but uh, seeing the Kasatha uh, and says, "Who are you calling a uh, man?" Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, look, I respect your pronouns. I'm a Raxalite. One hundred percent. You're a Raxalite. <laughs> um, and but sees the Kasatha and goes. You, you lot from beyond the stars come down here. You were going to take over, Akaton. I remember this from from decades past. You think you own this place? I own this place! And he uh, fires the uh, uh, crossbow turn at... Uh, uh, sorry, what was Rolu? the character? Was the character? Rolu. 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 Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, that's Rolu. That's, the, that's, that's, his, Rolu. that's his whole life. That's it. Yeah. Please tell me Rolu's not down. I haven't, no. I haven't rolled yet. I could roll. Why, why do you care, Kelly? I thought you didn't like it yet. Oh, no. You rolled terrible. Will, Will, Will can cast great words on him. Oh, thank God. I rolled an 11 against your case. 11 against KC. That unfortunately does not hit, but you weren't that far off. Here, so, here's you know. a, a rules question that I'm not sure if yes. you would know, but um, Dotrulu is a large character, so he's taking up uh, mm-hmm. four squares. Does he wow. get soft cover, or is there soft cover because Testronin is standing in the way? 
Um, I, I, I kind of play less fascination with soft covers moves personally, okay. uh, because it can be too fiddly, but like, I think probably okay. most likely so that uh, either way it's a miss, are, yeah, but we'll deal, deal with it. Cool. Well, that was, and that was a nice rage. Okay. It is now the Yosoki's turns, turns, plural, there's multiple turns. Uh, and this Yosoki is actually going to just dart past that hallway. And that's the end of his turn. And this next Yosoki, oh, sorry. Nope. It's not the next Yosoki's turn. It is now the other true warrior's turn. He is going to pop out of, he went through the storage room on the right where Rolu was just, uh, last fight and he pops out that door and he's going to take a shot at chalk and it's going to be oh this is a 30 foot range so it's going to be a dis- disadvantage hit. wrong game Kev. that's not going to hit <laughs> not disadvantage <laughs> i meant i meant i meant i meant um minus two yeah minus two because it's uh beyond or minus range. four depending uh, on how far beyond range well it's, it's it's a nine to hit so nine probably doesn't hit you right Yeah, No? Okay. When it comes out, he shoots, and it just kind of bounces off the walls. Uh, Terme, you're up. What are you doing? Uh, Terme is seeing this lumbering, uh, whoa, he's he's quite big. Uh, Here, maybe they can uh, slow down with this. And uh, he's going to toss a uh, barbed shrapnel grenade, Mark 1. Whoa. And uh, the idea being... So I think like what I would need to do because I don't want to hit Rolu. Don't you though? Is I have to throw it? <laughs> Probably have to f- hit it here, right? I didn't see where you we pinged down roll twenty. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Uh, show two. Just like right, right in between Dolce Rolu and Tez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would so raise the a, DC it's to ten foot range. Ten, right? Because the range is twenty five or twenty. The range of the yeah. attack or the range of throwing? the range of the. Uh, it's a DC five to hit within your range, and then you add uh, plus two. Every yeah, range if it's after. outside of your range, and then okay, what's so the DC? So it'd be seven. The, the so range seven. is twenty feet. Yeah, so it'd be seven. Okay. My question is, how? What is the radius on that explosion? Uh, it does not say in my little thing, but I'm guessing Bar-trap it's like grenade. five. You guys remember how much grenades slowed down? The last time we tried to use one, <laughs> we yeah. had a whole episode around <laughs> really, I mean, they really episode on grenades. Yeah, part shop or grenade. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing uh, special explode ten feet. Range okay, twenty feet. Ten. Then that, yep. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Feet. It, if you drop it right in front of Dojo, you won't. Yeah. Get that's what I'm gonna hit for. Yeah, I'm guessing you want to snap it to the corner. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, don't. Wow, he misses, bounces off the wall, and hits Rolu in the face. Yeah, roll the. <laughs> Come on, Will. You always roll high. Please roll high this time. 18, actually. Ooh. Oh, that hits. Oh, yeah. 15. Yeah. Okay, I'm just okay. looking at the plus right. three. So, yeah. I feel like right, you don't yeah. even throw it. You just kind of underhand it, and it's yeah. just like ting, 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 ting. It lands right between Dotrulu's left toes. No, not my toes. <laughs> <laughs> we both need to do a reflex save. Is that correct? What is the yeah. DC for that? Uh, yes. Oh, that's a nine on mine. So Tez Tez rolls a nine for reflex. Just gonna get in the back. Mm. I got a sixteen. Yeah, passes. Um, but I half. think yeah. So it takes half, and then now there's the embed property. Um, so you have like barbed oh, needles 
lingering effect on the target. For the first time each round, the target moves five feet or more in a single action, voluntary or not. It takes the listed damage. Target can remove the embedded object with a standard action, dealing the listed damage in the process. Uh, alternately, with a successful medicine check of DC 15 plus one and a half the weapon item level, so it's a one. Um, another creature can remove the object from the target and deal no damage. Multiple embedded objects each deal their listed damage and must be removed one at a time. Okay. So what is the current damage? Are we, so we don't take damage this time? We only take damage moving No, on? no, no. You still take it's, damage from the explosion. Um, yep. I think it's just the embed property, it continues to deal damage. You take, a little, you take one more, yeah. Yeah, you t- you'll take a d6 each time you move five feet or more. In, and in does, that, does that Deep account case. for Dotrulu, or did the reflex save save you from the barb? No, I don't, I think... It, Often, I think, yeah, I think if you make the save, you don't take the secondary yeah. thing. Okay. Yep. Cool. So I rolled a four... I feel like it went into Dotrulu's foot and then just, clink, just fell out. Yeah. So it's neat <laughs> stick in. So Dutrillu, I think you take two points, and um, Testronin takes four, and she's has the sharp null embedded. Okay, and it says embed for D one d six. So you're gonna roll one d six, and that's gonna tell me how long it's embedded for. I don't. I don't. Or is that no? The it's embedded until it's removed. So that yeah, that one d six is the damage for every every turn. Right. Yeah. Each time Got that it. you move five feet. Ouch! Nice yeah, job. It's to hurt. Hurt. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Thanks. It's the last one I had, though. It <laughs> was a good choice, man. All right. Glad you got that from Snake Boy. Seven. Seven. It is now Eight. the other Yasoki's turn. Okay. He is going to run up the side uh, and go parallel with Thaddeus and take a shot with his semi automatic pistol. Ooh. So uh, that's. Let's range on that. Not enough. It's only 30 foot range, so it's um, a minus two. And then it doesn't hit anyways because I rolled an eight on the dice. So it's a miss. He just down the hallway. Uh, cool. That's the end of his turn. Rolu, you're up. What are you doing? Uh, this is a just a complete explosion of senses for Rolu because it's versus Tez coming in and attacking and talking and then it's still truly filling up the entire hallway and then it's this barbed shrapnel explosion right in Rolu's face and I think Rolu is ready to uh, GTFO for lack of a better term. He is he he wants to step out of the situation and knowing that Chak is on his shoulder he wants to preserve Chak and he wants to start to change the narrative here. So all of this is going through Rolu's mind as Rolu just decides to take a guarded step to the right and then is going to, I think, incur an AOO uh, if I can, because I want to get away and move 30 feet down the hall and pull focus away from Terme and split up this complete, uh, you know, fish in a barrel situation here. No offense against fish. Yeah, splitting up his wise. All right. Yeah. Uh, ooh, you might be lucky on this one. That's a Might 19? 19 to hit? Oh, that hits. That's, that's a oh, definite okay. hit. Yeah. yeah um, Does that stop your movement? No. no Not unless you have a, a feat spell or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a 13 points of slashing damage. 13 points. Wow. Okay, that's the last time I decided to voluntarily take an AO. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not going to do that ever again. That was a mistake. Uh, all right, so I'm going to move uh, 20 feet down the hall to the right. So it's so now I'm I'm in between uh, this true warrior, and I can't see Dotruli around the corner anymore, and I run past Terme. Terme, I... I I don't know what sight this is of Jack and Rolu running past you. Uh, uh, this is wild. Well, they're booking yeah. it. That, yeah, that's. We might try to. I don't know. We, we gotta. We gotta face off with this guy somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not being in front of both of them. All right, that's Rolu's turn for now. All right, Chuck, you are up. What are you doing? I'm gonna spend a move action to stay with Rolu. Uh, and then Preach. I'm just gonna play his shoulder turret still and take a shot at the uh, true warrior in that hallway Ooh! alright that is a 19 to hit that is going to hit yes Yep. you would think I would just keep a d4 on my desk oh that's a 5 uh, blasting 5 bludgeoning I think 5 bludgeoning damage towards the true warrior that just took a shot randomly at you guys. So that is going to be... He's he's not doing well, is all I'll say. Terme, you're up. What are you doing? Um, Seeing the success of my shrapnel grenade, I'm going to try <laughs> and repeat the same thing. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to throw I think you a my turn, dude. flash grenade this time. I did? Yeah. yeah. He skipped a few so. turns. Yeah, because... Yeah, yep. Um, no. Think, yes. Wait, what? Because that grenade, Sorry. I haven't gone since that first grenade. I, right. This is my problem with Excel. So yes, you're right. So the, <laughs> the, the human, I was editing the human's line. So now, mm-hmm. so that was Chalk's move. It is now Tez Tronin's turn. I am. I apologize, Will. That was. Okay. I got a lot, a lot going on. Uh, cool. Um, I need to figure out how this embed works because so if you, move, sh- you get a D6. a D6. That's it. Right. Well, she is now fully attuned. Ooh. And so she is going to step up, right. In front of Terme. I take, should I roll or you want to roll? Uh, yeah, give me one second. I think so because uh, she moved 10 feet. Yes, roll. The, is it the 1d6? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, While I look up what this five nice points. does. <laughs> five points of damage. Ew. Oof. Ew. That's what my son says to Ew. everything. Uh, uh, cool. Okay. Hello, Tez Tronin. <laughs> She so she kind of like she takes that step forward and she feels the the shrapnel digging at her leg, and then she looks you clean in the eye, and I need you both to roll a reflex save. Thaddeus and Tremaine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because you're within ten feet of her. Oh, I got a natural twenty. Ooh. Okay. Good job. That's probably for only half. (laughs) That's that's for half. Yes. Oh man. Rolu, or sorry, um, Kelly, what did you roll? Eight, eight, eight. Eight, oh, so you take full damage. Oh, okay. yep. That's a four. Wow. Six, and it's ten. Solarian's full of tunes. Twelve. Right on you. What? Uh, yeah, make sure I'm reading that right. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Kelly, what are you doing? Four D6. That's 15 points of damage, so you take seven points of damage, Will. And Kelly, you're going to take 15 points of Damn. fire damage as she looks you in the face and explodes. That's my girl. 
Thaddeus, you're up. What are you doing? Thaddeus goes back 10 feet and fires at her. Needs to get out of range of this. With this Venom Caster, it's a 14 to hit again, which doesn't hit, right? <laughs> I think you're you're almost like blinded and shook by uh, that flame that you, you, you're just a little off. Yeah, he's pushing out the fire on his fur right now. Ooh. Dotrulu, it's your turn. Okay. Oh, gosh. All right. I got to measure some distances here. All right. Let's do that. Uh, come right up into the T juncture. Again, I think what we'll do here is, yeah, uh, the at uh, Rulu, uh from here, just sort of looking at you uh, and, and once again says, you got lucky last time. But this planet, this ship, and everything in it is mine. And here comes a demoralize. Ooh. Check. Oh, Ooh. okay. Oh, wow. That's bad. Let's roll that intimidation. Ooh, that's a nat 20. So uh, a big, big number. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no criticals. Um, oh no, uh, one round. Okay, so. Shaken. <laughs> uh, what is your? What is your? Um, do you have any intimidate skill bonus? My intimidate skill bonus is three. Okay, most likely fifteen plus one and a half. Your CR is a little higher. You guys are level four now. Yeah, yeah. so CR four, right? Yeah. Twenty-one. Uh, you're you're shaking for the next two rounds. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, wow. I, John, don't even know what to say. I am shaking. I think. <laughs> I, I think I, I'm actually shaking now. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. God dang it. That is I'm, I'm doing the, the. I'm doing the slow lumbering, slowly coming at you, bad guy. That's intimidating. Yeah. Like yeah Michael, yeah. if he just like appeared around the corner of the yeah, a little intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, just, just like the frame. Right. Yeah. Like, especially with the dynamic lighting, you run away and, and you sort of lose track of how big Dotrilu is. And then it's just this giant puck. <laughs> just coming yeah, out of the shadows. flaming yeah. Doshkos. Just like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's a big motherfucker. All right. Okay, and in that time, I moved the true, the first uh, Yosoki true warrior. He ran up the hall. You guys cannot see him, but just for the listener, he is up and around the corner on the other side of the glass, looking into that uh, server room. The other true warrior's turn now, the human. He is going to put his pistol away. Oh, I can't. Oh, no, it's a free action to drop it. So he's just going to drop his pistol. And he's going to step forward and he's going to whip out his baton as he walks forward and swing it at Rolu. At Rolu? Ugh. Well, he can't see Chuck. Chuck's on your shoulder. It's not fair. It's not fair. All right. Oh, uh, that is a 13 to hit KAC. That does not hit. Woo. Phew. So Phew. he swings, misses. Uh, Terme, you're up. What are you doing? Oh, nice, nice, nice. Hmm. Okay. So I think Terme is going to take a uh, guarded step back up towards Thaddeus to get it sort of out of the uh, line of sight of the Trollu. But, uh, and then go for, he's going to, he's going to take a shell out of his uh, tactical semi-auto pistol and uh, oh call upon the forces throughout the universe and toss out an adamantine shot. <laughs> nice. Uh, is this, nice. Is this, a, this 
Where did this rule come from, or this spell come from? Adamantine shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's dwarves created adamantine shot to turn I'm just, what, what common book is ammunition it into it's, deadly. It's galactic magic, I think. Sorry. It's from galactic magic. Yes. It's, this is my least favorite spell. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, it's a great spell. All right. So I get uh, three attacks against uh, your KAC. Uh huh. So that's a extra magic missile. Yeah, it's terrible. It's awesome. I think I don't think I get any bonus, right? We were playing it wrong in the beginning. There's no plus. I think it's you get your attack bonus, I believe. Don't you? Don't you ever? Yeah, that's right. When we first were using it in the the earlier uh, portion of this game, we were using it as if it was a like a modification to somebody else's weapon. Yeah. So he was he was touching somebody's weapon and that oh, was wow. giving them the adamantine shot. And then we okay. realized no, it just says like you pull out something you, and shoot it. Like psh. yeah. Which okay, makes it even key worse. ability score <laughs> in place of okay, so you. that is oh so, uh twenty. All right. Yeah. You get to roll Yeah, get to roll so you, uh okay. Twenty again. Twenty is your bonus? This is I'm using my um charisma because it's my key ability score. Okay. And a uh, uh, sixteen. So, so, so two twenties and a sixteen, dirty twenties. And this is against K K KAC. Mm. Yes. Wait, uh, it's a dirty twenty. God, sorry. Um, so those first two are gonna hit. Give me damage. The third one misses. Cool. Okay. Wow. Uh, I got an eight and a four, so twelve Kay. points total. Whew. Nice. Ouch. Dope. Good. I that really wanted to arc- save that for him, though. But so that's your standard action. Yeah. Uh, do you want to move now? Yeah, I took. Oh, that you, moved, you did step. a garden step. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, sh- it is the other Yusoki's turn. He is in shot of you. He just saw you do that, and he was like, "What the hell?" And he's gonna move up, so he's within. He's now within range to hit you without incurring a penalty. Yep. That's gonna be eleven to hit. No, that's a miss. Yeah, okay. So he steps forward <laughs> and he shoots off his semi-automatic pistol and misses. Uh, Rolu, you're up. What are you doing? Just shoots the body in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> this true warrior came up behind Rolu and, you know, misses. And I think the combination of the clang of the of the miss and Dotrulu's words about how uh, they control this ship, how this is theirs. Because I, I think when Rolu first saw Dotrulu and he, he made the comment about Kasathans, it like froze him. And now he is pulled out of it and he realizes what who he has to be he takes a guarded step forward and he says dotrulu we are the free captains this ship and kefak depot will never be yours and rolu's gonna cast day's weariness Mm. on you and just pull forth all of the fatigue and exhaust that can happen in 24 hours staying up straight and i'm gonna you need to make a but uh, do 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 DC fifteen will save. Will save. Will save. Will save. Will save. Will save. I got a twenty-five. Oh, oh wow. the will on this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my I mean, god. I figured. All right, that's fine. I mean, he's well, like it's the still, boss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of yeah. course. It is still half damage of four D eight, which this is going to be ten points of damage to Woo. you. 
Is that the first damage on Dotrulu? I think it is. I took a little trap. Took a little trap. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's little, right. Little, little bit. <laughs> a little bit, and then the, and then fell out. Ten, ten points. Ten. ten. Right. Yeah, okay, ten points of damage to you. You you successfully had the wool save, uh, and you negate the fatigue condition that was about to be onset. Oh, man. <sighs> wow, that is Rolu's turn for now. All right, that was that was pretty impressive, Rolu. Chalk, you're up. What are you doing? First, I'm going to spend a move action to stay on Rolu's shoulder, uh, and then I'm going to start yelling at Dotrulu. <laughs> <laughs> you big, it's <laughs> you big greedy monster. You don't scare us. Uh, using his not in the face, nice uh, ability. So make a DC fifteen. Ooh, we'll save. We'll save. We'll save. We'll save. We'll save. Want to fail? Dope. Whoa! I yeah. Oh. Only twelve. Awesome. You Yay. are. You wow. have been unduly influenced by this rutabaga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, mechanically, any attacks against uh, Chak from Dotrulu will take a minus four penalty to AC. Or excuse me, a minus four Very penalty nice. to the attack. Damn. Nice. It's a classic Rolu shot, good cop, bad cop. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a standard action? That's a move action. But you already used your move action to stay on Rolu? Yep. Yeah. So so that is your turn. I just want Okay. It is now Tess Tronin's turn. She is going to turn back towards Dotrulu. She looks him in the eye and she she affirms like, I am not out of this fight. And she stabs herself in the leg with a Oh, okay, serum. good. Oh, that was going to be really confusing. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, that was good. You had me there in the first right, half. Not okay. gonna lie. She stabs She stabs him. No, herself. Uh, she stabs him <laughs> right in the face. Uh, <laughs> and then she is going to uh, she's going to move back behind Dotrulu. Dude. Ooh. She was just reassuring. Oh, what a wild. Okay, stop me if this is because I can cut this in post. What a wild ending to the book it would be if Tez Tronin betrays Dotrulu and, like. <gasps> Man, I didn't Black write that in. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> takes over. If, if she's she's a part of a free captains the whole time, yes. like she is. <laughs> you guys oh, are late. Nice. <laughs> she stabs him back. Wild. Oh, man, I should have done that. Wow, I, I didn't do that. That's not anyway. happening. Uh, <laughs> Thaddeus, you're up. What are you doing? <sighs> My goodness. Seeing the lieutenant of Dotruli retreat, Thaddeus comes around and sneers at the Ahsoki that shot him earlier. Let's take out the ads. And he fires. It's a 21 to hit. Against the Ahsoki? Four for the Ahsoki for 11 points of damage. I think I imagine it goes into its nose this time. Usually hit the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's eleven points of damage. You said yes. You like almost take his head off. Mm. It, it tears through his ear, rips off half his face. His skull is showing. Oh my god! But he's still. He just dead eyes you. Cool. Very tough. Very high will. I see. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh that was a good turn. But it is now Dotrulus. What are you doing? Well, now you've made me mad. Um, and he gets get right up in, in, in the face oh of uh, this 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 pair. 
The Hagisoki's face is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on up there. I don't know what's going on. You, you, you made me. You made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> no one makes White Goodman bleed um, his own blood. <laughs> and I am going to bring that Dashko down. Now, now, so uh, I have. I, I don't want to attack the Braxler, right? Because that's because you said not in my face. I mean, could. I'm going after the Kassat. But he could attack the Raxolite, but that correct. I'm yeah. just saying, that's what I take a penalty right. for. I, you look, I, look, you're looking at the Raxolite like, <laughs> oh, little little potted plant there. Uh, you got very nice. Uh, no. Uh, very nice. Watch me roll. Good. All right. Uh, 23. <laughs> against the. Against, against, against Rolu, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a hit. Oh. All right, here it comes. Sorry, everyone. Uh, that's 17 damage. Oh, okay. What? Okay. Ouch. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I think my maximum. Uh, you all right there, man? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, down, I, I would right? say describe your takedown uh, there, Jason, because oh. Rolu is, goes down. Okay. Uh, just, just again, maybe. Just, uh, you don't need both those arms. Um. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but it's not critical. So it's te- technically not a wound. Technically not the wounding property, but uh, essentially uh, just slashing at the slashing at your arms and you know, just big burns and cuts down one side of your body as you wow. tumble to the ground. Wow! Yeah. It's a Rolu. Uh, I'm down. Oh, no. Rolu falls to the ground, just crumples underneath Chalk, and it's like Chalk has this inertia that's just holding him up in the air, just a little bit like a cartoon. Just whoop. and then he looks down. And that's our game. Oh, 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 oh Cam. Cam. Wow. Oof. Wow. What a All right. This we're all gonna die. This yeah. is it. Yeah. We're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah. He's got a hands down there, guys. Yeah. This is maybe an unfair fight. Wow. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. Thanks for listening, you scallywags. Until next week. Drift begones and distant stars.